Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Telltellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? As always, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. What are you seeing on the waters of Central Virginia? Uh, it's been pretty cold. I mean, that, that's the main thing. Um, fishing's been kind of moody. Uh, just like wintertime, you know, you get some of these warm days and everything. You might have a, a window where the fishing heats up a little bit. But for the most part, it's all just looking at what the weather patterns are doing and kind of planning around that. Um, it hasn't been, you know, lights out, but the people who have kind of pegged those good days have had some pretty good success. I don't know. I've seen quite a few pictures of some big trout people have been catching around here. Um, and all of that pretty much coincided with that little warm spell that we had last week. So kind of looking ahead with this rain and all this weird kind of fronts and stuff moving through the fishing like this weekend may be a little funky. Um, you know, if you can get out and you want to get out, then for sure, that's what I would be doing. Um, but you can also stay back and tie flies or come to your fly shop and see me. So there's other options. <laughs> yeah. And from a tips and tactics perspective, it's not crazy cold. So probably, talking, you know, nymphing, keeping things on the bottom. Um, but maybe the fish would move just a little bit more if the water is not, you know, 33, 34 degrees. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and even like those past days where we had that little warm spell, I know quite a few people that were catching fish were catching them on like small streamers. Um, and so I know if anybody listens to this consistently, they probably heard me say that over and over, but, um, those small streamers just fished on the very bottom are super productive through pretty much year round, but particularly this time of year when there's not a lot of bug activity. If you give that fish just a little bit bigger meal, they will move on it. Um, and so those are patterns like the gold minnow or any sort of like jig style woolly bugger or just a woolly bugger um, retrievers, you know, that style of stuff uh, works really well. And if you're doing that, like a lot of times, I don't know, somebody else has probably coined it this, but we call it like the meat in the midge. So one way that we do uh, fishing pretty consistently is if you take uh, a bigger pattern or meat, you know, when I say big, not five inches, we're talking like a size 10 maybe. Um, and that's your anchor fly pulls everything down. And then above that, you put like a little midge. Um, so you kind of have that bigger thing that a trout can kind of come and check out and see if he's interested in. And then just above that, you have the midge. So maybe they don't commit to the streamer. Um, they'll just come in and look at it. And then kind of draws them in or attracts them in. Uh, and then they see that little midge and it's less uh, scary or whatever you would like to term it. Um, so uh, that's one good tactic to use this time of year. I know some people don't like tying on sizes like 18s, but uh, it does work. So definitely something to consider if you're going out there this weekend. Yeah, the the ring your doorbell strategy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the other thing too, right, is, you know, um, you know, if you fish a darker anchor fly, um, it usually is kind of eaten for a stone fly. But if you do something that looks more like a, a bait fish, um, you know, then you can actually jig it, right, very, very slowly and kind of keep tension on that rig so that you can feel the takes. Yep. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do in the wintertime because – you don't know necessarily what's active under the water. So if you have a fly that can kind of resemble a bait fish or maybe a stone fly or maybe a crayfish all at once, and then you give a little bit of that action, 
Um, it does two things. I think it draws more fish in because they, they know it's something living. Uh, and then also, like you said, a lot of times those takes are so subtle in the winter. Um, it kind of gives you a better opportunity to feel when a take happens. Um, so it's one of those things where having a little bit longer rod or like doing a Euro kind of hybrid setup can be really effective. Yeah. And I would say, you know, it's funny too. Uh, it makes me think about fishing like a root beer, uh, chenille, uh, Pat's rubber legs. Oh yeah. 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 Do, do That's have, one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you have root beer, uh, chenille in the shop? Oh yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, of that fly fish food chenille, like that's what I like to do it with. Very gated. It's like black and brown, or I mean, they make every color pretty much you can come up with. But uh, I'm pretty sure we've got almost every option in stock right now: brown and tan, and black and brown, and black and tan, and a little bit of everything. All that, <laughs> good, all that good stuff. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. If we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. We're in a drawing for something cool from the shop. And, you know, we, like we said last time, we're having the drawing tonight for all the folks that got their questions answered in 2022. And uh, before I announce the winner, Ethan, you want to let folks know what they're going to win? Yeah. So we're going to give a $100 gift card to the shop and then a piece of Tail Teller's clothing of your choice, either a shirt or hat or hoodie, whatever you like. Uh, you don't have like, um, I don't know, Long John's or something like that. No, yeah, that'd be exciting. Get tail colors <laughs> right across the butt of it. Yeah. Man, can't you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll just have to settle for a Sim Sun shirt. Um, but, yep. uh, but yeah, so I, you know, put, uh, put the Google random number generator on it, and our winner is Brian Snyder. So, uh, Brian, if you want to reach out to the shop, and I'll pass your info uh, on to Ethan, and he'll hook you up. And, uh, Ethan, before I let you go, you want to let folks know if you got any classes coming up, shop hours, and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, we've uh, just had a fly fishing one-on-one last weekend, and that was pretty much maxed out. So thank you to the people that came to that. Um, the next class coming up here soon, I believe, is February 11th, and that is actually Matt Riley coming to speak on streamer fishing. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, getting better at the streamer game, then definitely come and check that out. It's basically uh, how to fish streamers. And so this is going to be multi-species, you know, effective for trout, uh, bass, muskies, you name it. Um, so should be a good class. I'm looking forward to it. We've already got quite a few RSVPs. So uh, if you're on the fence, so definitely just hop on it and get it taken care of. Yeah. And I saw he posted a really nasty, uh, look like it was a Bowen's, I think it was a 747, um, sucker spawn pattern on his Instagram feed. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to have to get that photo printed cause it looked really good. <laughs> yeah. It looked uh, very, very fishy. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few, but if it's too cold, you should tie a few. And if you're close to any of these fly fishing shows that are going on kind of now until probably the middle of March, you should check those out too. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. Tight lines.